brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. This is another sud segment where some of our co-hosts still think coronavirus is that feeling you get after drinking a skunky beer. I got the Rona. And you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Too much. It's that clear bottle. It is that clear bottle. Yeah. What started it all. Darn them. Stanky. Well, joining me today at the table is... Good old boy, Dave. Can you dig it? Yes, I can. <laughs> we can dig it. I can. Especially today. Good old boy, Kendall. My name is Kendall. I'm a model. My favorite part of my body is my broad shoulders. <laughs> oh, you do have broad shoulders. I do have broad shoulders, yes. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Well, yes. uh, happy to be here, especially today. Remember, point and turn. Yes. <laughs> Pinky up. <laughs> Good boy Caperton. Hello. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Caperton, and I am so excited. <laughs> oh, what is that? That's is that, new. Is that the motivational guy? There's a there. I have a doppelganger who's oh wow who speaks slightly less wow. cheerful than our who's Caperton. Gonna sue is he? Who? I haven't really checked him out. <laughs> I do know that he hogs up the upper end of the Google search of my name. Hey. Yeah. He's an active dude. Okay. Anyway, that, okay. was, that was great. That was unexpected. <laughs> wow. What did he say? What, what did he say? Is there a test at the end Hi, of the Hi, everyone. This is Dave Caperton, and I am so excited. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going to have to excited? work on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds too uptight. Good boy, Mike. Hi. Greetings. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I think we just got sued. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, it's over. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I know sweet. exactly where that lawsuit's going. Okay. Well, in case you don't know, I'm going to go Juliana. I'm the boss. And yes. I yeah, am the boss. Yeah. For sure. Now, today, strap in, ladies and gents. We are going pinky up. In fact, we'd each go two pinkies up, but we keep spilling our beer. That would be a problem. Today is Tilkin Day. Oh, yes. No, it's not some obscure European holiday. Uh -uh -uh Uh-uh-uh-uh. No. We're just drinking some of our favorite Belgian beer. But first, this Sud segment is brought to you by... It sips suds and smokes the video game. Play as your favorite good old boy or gal to start your collection of all the good things in life. Buy, sell, and trade beer, wine, spirits, and cigars to build the best seller ever. Play online against your friends or do like good old boy Mike and just play with yourself. Sip suds and smokes the video game. Download it today absolutely nowhere. So good old boy Dave, give us some background on Goosery Tilkin. God, now I have to read... All right, here we go. Oh, this should be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Tilkin, or Guzeri Tilkin, as the French say it, 
is a Belgian lambic beer blendery based in Birge, Brussels, Belgium. <laughs> Founded bucks. in 2009 by Pierre Tilkin. Pierre. Tilkin is the only lambic blendery in the mainly French-speaking, oh, I bet that place is stuck up, uh, southern region oh, Monsieur Pierre. of Wallonia. <laughs> oui. Tilkin also is exclusively the only blendery that is allowed to blend, uh, make blends of one, two, and three-year-old lambics with wort acquired from, get bon. this, Bone, Lindemans, Jardin, and... Cantillon, everybody. Man, that's pretty dum, good. Dum, dum. So they don't brew their own wort no. is the takeaway. They no. just blend. They they take it and they work their magic. Kind of like, uh, would you call that see. like a goose squared? Since you're, you know, you did like the trifecta and using <laughs> one, two, and three year lambic from one, two, or three different breweries. Yeah. 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 Squared or cubed? Exponentially. Telling you. It's a goose cube. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hey, we and said it first. That's all go. I'm saying. You know? Trade, trademark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are the masters of these. Oh, well, I can't even say it. The, the cube. Goose cube. Goose cube. We're so bad. Okay. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Got Good old boy Dave. Perfect right. Perfectly right. Yeah, now perfectly I, now right. I can't say English. Your reading is is getting better. <laughs> no. I've been working on it. Neg- negative. <laughs> been practicing on his reader. Uh, I don't think yeah. so. All right. Good old boy Kendall. Hooked on phonics. Give us today's amazing lineup. It is an amazing lineup, and here I'm probably going to mispronounce half of these, but oh, here, here we, we go. go. Here we uh, go. go the Gooseberry Till Ken beers we'll be tasting and discussing today are... Well, this first word I want to explain, it's spelled O-U-D-E. Most Americans say oud, but I just saw a video of Mr. Linderman saying old, so there I'm just going to go with that. I yep. just usually yep. say Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Old Goose Tilkin Alancien, which is a, Alancien, a 7% Goose Lambic, the Old Kesh Tilkin, a fruit Lambic with purple plums at 6.4, the Oud or old Cassie Stilkin, six point three with black currants. Mm. Mm. The old Myrtle Savage Stilkin. I went to church with a lady named Old Myrtle. Old Myrtle. <laughs> we'll six point six. She let you pull your her chin hairs. She had a lambic like <laughs> wow. smell about her too. Ew. Yeah. Slightly oh, wow. musty. Yeah. So, yeah. Myrtle a was barnyardy. A, she's a fan of the wild blueberries, so that explains that. Yep. So Savage. <laughs> the old Muir Tilkin. Fruit Lambic, 6.4% with blackberries. The old Pinot Gris Tilkin, um, obviously a Pinot Gris Grapes Lambic at 8.4%. And the old Pinot Noir Tilkin, 7.7% Fruit Lambic with Pinot Noir Grapes. The old Pinot Noir ain't what it used to be. Sure ain't. You never know. It's a lot of old beer. I don't know why. That's a lot of old beer. That is. I just agree with whatever Dave says. I like old beer. That's a good philosophy. Yeah. Thank you, good old boy Kendall. Now, good old boy Caperton, yes. would you mind reading the Suds ratings for us today? We will be discussing. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and rating these beers with the Suds ratings Half plus our sense. signature belching sound. Just put the word old into each of yeah, them. Yeah, there you go. Old, that sucks. <laughs> Here are those ratings now. Old number one. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. 
Old Bud. Old Bud. <laughs> old Bud. Old number two. Was that an old belch? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> A rating of three. Ah, what an old relief. <laughs> number four. An old body should not really make that sound. <laughs> so true. <laughs> This I can relate to. <laughs> and a rating of five. Listen to that hang time. Give me an old another. Old, old another. Why, thank you, sir. You're welcome. And now that you've got your vocal cords all loosened up. <laughs> yes. I think this would be a great time for a kudzu report. Yes. Yes. Sure, sure. Take it away. All right. Listen up, folks. As I deliver this message, the world continues the fight against an unseen foe we all now know as COVID-19. We all hopefully wear our masks and distance ourselves physically from others and wash our hands no fewer than probably five or six hundred times a day. But as all of this plays out on a world stage, an unseen green menace continues to wreak its destruction of the air we breathe, the areas we recreate in, and our delicate ecosystem. It's creepy, and it's not going to give up. So I'm talking about the slow-motion invasion that we can see now, commonly known, of course, as kudzu. Glad you guys are paying attention. I hope everyone is. Put your kids inside. So for the folks in the back, as we self-quarantine and shelter in place, we are presented with the perfect opportunity at this time to advance our battle lines and against the green invader. Rally your shovels, your rakes, your goats, and let's use our sudden abundance of unproductive time to take the fight to this noxious invasive vine. Let's use these tools to win that fight, fellow warriors. Use your use your shovels, your rakes, dig, pull, burn the enemy from the ground. Release the goats on the battlefield and let's take back our green spaces Release now. The goats. Release yes. the goats. Let's use this time to our tactical advantage and win this war once and for I'm all. I'm hearing a little Lee Greenwood in, my, in, in the back of my head. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm hearing thousands of Pick goats. up your shovels, warriors. It's up to us. That's all I've got for you this week. The opinions of good old boy Caperton are his own and do not necessarily reflect those of deadbeats. Wow. That was the first one in a while, so it it went a little long, but I was working. Yeah, I just want to say we're doing our part. I need a a handkerchief. We are. And a fresh suit now. (laughs) Fresh suit. Sweat this one through. So when you're fighting kudzu, I mean, what do you have to wear? You know, do you have to get like in a hazmat suit? Well, Mike, I don't want to brag, but a lot of us go, you know, sort of commando out there. Commando. All natural. So you're saying that the au naturel odor, odor de de perfume. The the vine doesn't expect it. So you're like sneaking up. It's deception. So you're you know saying what, that it's like camouflage. You're going right? to do deception. that. You better be careful when you, you use got your, every uh, tool we've got. You got your weedwhackers out there. You better use be all your if tools. You're going. Works Mike. with chicks in double wide trailers too, right? Yeah. You sneak up on them. Oh, oh natural, right? right. I got to work the word tool in one more time somehow. <laughs> you get like a 
you know, royalty every time you say that? I don't know, but you got to use them all. That's my point. That's right. Bring the whole toolbox. That's my point. Oh, we will be back with some more banter after this brief interlude. Welcome back, everyone. So, today's episode is going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm yes. going commando for this segment. Boy. <laughs> okay. Use well, all your tools. <laughs> better drink more beer. See, now need, I've shifted my need a bigger tool. I've shifted my position. <laughs> and actually, so <laughs> Juliana is at my radio left today, and Caperton is at my radio right. That's so. right. And, and both of them are now six and a half feet away from yeah. me. And so. Juliana is just slowly migrating <laughs> closer to Dave. No one look under itself. No one look under <laughs> the table. Everybody has to have a plan. And I just I was inspired by, you know, the Kudzu report. I just thought, you know, yeah, you should go commando to you know bring it, you know, be warrior. Uh, I think you know saying this is a legendary episode. <laughs> we go. gotta we gotta yeah. When they gotta, said bring it, Mike, they didn't mean that. Okay. Yeah, well, but anyways. Well, I okay. know what the name Take of this episode is gonna I'm be. I'm with you. So if you guys the are day just we all threw joining up. us today. <laughs> We are doing a brewery takeover um, from Tilquin. Tilquin. I urge you all to look it up Tilquin. online. Oh, gosh. Have the, have the internet machine pronounce it for you. Yes. Yeah. T- um, well, we don't want to sound like ignorant Americans. Not that we, <laughs> hey, not that we did that. Y'all got that Tilquin bear? Tilquin. Yeah. It's There's like, a wide array. Like a bird, of, like Tilquin bear. Pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> there is. There Til- is. Tilquin. But let's start with the one that probably was the first one that all of us have sure, tried. Sure. And that's the Goose. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is coming in at 7% ABV. It's a blend of one, two, and three-year-old Lambics yep. that are fermented in a bottle for at least six months. Oud or old mm-hmm. in Flemish or... Uh, L'Ancien, I think, in French, is an appellation protected by the European Union and is restricted for traditional Belgian goose in a bottle. They're fussy. They are fussy. They are fussy about that. So. They smacked Americans down. Well, it's like they're one yeah. thing. They have. Yeah. So yeah. We re- won't go into that. So this is yeah. a really interesting, you know, uh, advantage that I think that they get, you know, being able to blend, you know, from yeah. multiple breweries. Yeah. Yeah. And. Some you know, of the best ones. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden you've, <laughs> you've expanded list, yeah. the palette of, you know, products you get to work with, you know, exponentially four yeah. times, you know. I, I mean, I've got to believe, you know, that some of these other breweries are kind of scratching their head going, uh, wait a sec. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd, you, you can tell some, uh, some of the beers in this. I really get the bone, uh, you know, and <clears throat> they've got a huge capacity, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're using quite a bit more of that because I can't imagine they're using a lot of Cantillon. Do you get the bone often? Well, yeah. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> I drink it. I guess I should... <laughs> but, but, you know, just think, Cantillon Only doesn't have birthday. a huge production capacity, so, you, you yeah. know, they might be sharing some of their work, but, you know, I, I bet the blend's not completely equal in this. Are they? I, I, I doubt I, it. I've got a, can't be. I, I don't know the answer to this question, but I, I assumed they were just getting warped from those guys, right? Yeah. And they were, their, and they were, culture, and they were, sure. and they were letting it spontaneously ferment 
however, whatever their method is for that. But I, mean, I, I know I, I could be wrong. I could well, be yeah. wrong. Yeah, it's, you know what? Because if, think, if they're saying they're getting one, two, and three-year-old lambics, yeah. so they're, they're probably getting actual fermented. Yeah, I don't think they're getting just wort. I don't think it's been inoculated. I think it's going into the cool ship right after it's brewed. So I'm thinking they're using the bugs of those individual brewers. I tried blending some one, two, and three-year-old Bud Light uh, a few months ago, I didn't get really good results. So well, I'm thinking it really. You got a. You got the best they had to offer, though. Which, I know. So that's what. Look which at, finger did you use to yeah. blend it with? Yeah, <laughs> my toe. I think, without a doubt, what we all would agree on is that blending beer uh, like this, blending lambic, creates a complexity that you can't yeah. achieve. It's otherwise. an art on its own. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I love the skill and the artistry of of the uh, Tilkin Goose. Yeah, um, it's, it's just it's uh, crazy. It's good. really crazy good, and um, it really is showing off the skill that they have in blending, um, as opposed to and being able to get again to use that expanded you know base yeah. of of product that they get to work with to their advantage. So yeah. I really I love this. This and is really great. Another thing is it's an easily accessible goose. Yeah, yes. if you yeah. want to go out and find a bottle of Cantillon, yeah. you know you're probably not. Mm-hmm. But well, you can find this nearly everywhere. You can my, get yeah. it on draft. My all time yeah. favorite is uh, Limited Edition Timmermans, and this is right there, mm-hmm. just right next to it, because it is. It's very approachable. It doesn't it have it is. this really you know heavy sour you know presentation up front. It's it's this is something you can serve with people that for the first time and say, "Have you ever had a goose?" And they'll go, "No." There you go. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. The sourness on all of these beers is very lactic. It's not acidic. It, it avoids that vinegar sort of thing. Right. I mean, I mean, all these other beers that Harsh we've vinegar. discussed, all these other lambics, they've all from time to time presented that way, right? I mean, sure. yeah. these, mm-hmm. these guys sure. are very refined. I'm going to say this is yeah, very, very refined. Yeah, mu- very much so. You know, just no that- cheesiness, no blue cheese. No, not no. that those things are bad. It's just very smooth. I yeah. Mean, it's just. I'm incredibly very approachable. Yeah. Um, so don't be afraid of the goose. No, yeah, this is uh, definitely one of those beers that there'll be one beer geek that'll be sitting at the table with you, and they'll order this because sometimes you'll even find this on tap. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, and what'll happen is they'll go, "Hey, can I try that?" And somebody else will try it at the table. And next thing you know, and it's like, oh, it, and everybody will order one right after that because, mm-hmm. and I think part of it is just. That's how a lot of people, you know, become exposed to a lot of sour beers in general. But I think definitely to, you know, they just, they've never seen that word. And they're like, yeah. well, how do you say that? You know, I don't even know what yeah. that beer is. You know, just say good, old good. <laughs> there you go. Old good. Yeah. Old good beer. Well, this old good goose from Tilkin, we rated a four. <laughs> old goose. I'd say a high four. All right. Is it just me, but so when I read that this is 7%, that's pretty high for yeah. a Lambic, right? Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't it's usually swing. It usually yeah. swing 5.5, five, six, right? 6-ish, six, yeah. I would think. Yeah, I would but, say 5.5 yeah. five up to 7. There is a lighter version of this. It's a little bit lower ABV. Oh, yeah, for yeah. the lake. Yeah, goose light. In the can. <laughs> In the can. In the can, of course. Yeah, Dave, that people, was almost funny. People like it. <laughs> It's factual. I amped it up a little, I thought. Yeah. Everybody likes in the can. So. It tastes good, Commando. Oh. Gross. Oh, boy. All right. Warrior. Oh, I, I, let's go plumbing. Yeah, okay. I definitely want right. to talk about this well, next one. Yeah, so let's go plumbing. Um, otherwise known yeah. as the 
Quetch? Quetch. Quetch. Quiche. Yeah, it's a quiche goose. Okay. This is Lorraine's favorite. Sorry. Oh no! Cool. Quiche. Cool. Uh, wow. That's all right. That's, just, sorry. that's sorry. great. This one is six point four percent ABV. It's a spontaneously fermented beer obtained from the fermentation oh. of de-stoned, mind you, yep. fresh purple plums and young lambics blended with one, two, and three-year lambics to reach a final concentration of fruits. Of two hundred and sixty grand no Kilo- kilograms. No, it's gr. You know, and I'm thinking I, I, grams, I but think I don't I looked think. When I last night, it was kg, but KG? maybe it's not. Okay, per know. liter. I don't know. Something. Kilograms per oh, liter. Oh no, it would be no. grams. If it's yeah, per liter, grams per liter. That's a buttload I've of just, clubs. I just never seen <laughs> gr. You know what I mean? Because I'm a so g or a kg. They blended it and fruited it. Yep. Yeah, I got no. That's the proof. Got plums in it. Yeah. Oh yep. man, it's really, really what a gorgeous good. It really color. runs out. <laughs> they a nice fruity yeah, flavor. Yeah. Those those plums change the the character of the tartness. Yeah, tone it down a bit. Yeah, I remember when this uh, came out, and uh, I was tasting some other uh, lambics that had plum on them uh, side by side. And the thing that I loved about this was, again, it's that same approachable mm-hmm. aspect. So it has that base lambic beer that is so approachable. And your first, you know, uh, most of the time when you would see they're applying a plum to it, you would think, oh, my God, this was sour. Dude, this is like sour, 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 sour. And that's not the case. This is really picked up on the floral component of the plum and, you know, kind of the undertone of the fruit itself, the, yeah. the sugars that the plums are bringing. And it really hasn't taken this like down the sour path where it's like uh, this is undrinkable. You know, in fact, quite the opposite. It's a, it's a great compliment. I think part of that is the higher ABV, like that, because what is this one? It, it does point four. Six point four. But you know, that is sort of getting on the higher end for some of the bugs and stuff that that do these. True. And so you don't. It doesn't eat as much of the sugars, so you still keep some of the sweetness. But they also emphasize the de-stoned plums, and yeah. I'm wondering if somebody's using this. You know. The stone, the plums with the pits, which might give you a little more tannic, a little more acidity. Yeah, definitely yeah. a lot more bitterness for sure. Yeah, more bitterness. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah, you just, I mean, and that sort of makes sense in that description. Like when I was tasting it, and you you said that, I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, that's yeah. so. Kendall and I got to taste the pure jacked up version of this at Shelton Brothers in Denver. Mm-hmm. And it is, I think it was about four times the amount of plums. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that were, wow. That was in yeah. that version at were they Shelton ever Brothers. Fruited? Run it through a random. Let's or just say that I know who was number one and number two in line when they cracked that keg. <laughs> wow. Nice. And uh, I kept going back to that and, and grabbing samples of that like every beautiful. 30 minutes. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. It was such a great beer. Was it plum delicious? It was. It was probably Absolutely. one of my top five beers, you know, of. Of that Shelton Brothers to, Festival. To remember a beer from Shelton Fest yeah. sort of speaks volumes. Yeah, you know? you're right. In a room <laughs> like where everybody's every, bringing it. Every beer say, is like really exceptional. You have like 60 like yeah. Yeah. world-class yeah, beers. The, the great thing was is uh, I feel like <clears throat> if all the Lambic freaks were at the uh, you know Canteon line, which was all the way around the building. Yeah. And the Tilkin line, you could generally just walk, walk, walk right, right up, what you baby. wanted. Yeah. That's right. All yeah. day long. silly. That's yep. so sad. And you know, plum is a very underrated fruit. 
I yeah. think. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love them. Yeah. Um, love them. In terms of beers, but this one really shines. And it does. It does shine. I, I can only imagine what the one is yeah. that you guys had at Shelton, but, yeah. uh, you know, in terms of flavor. They're but both really awesome. I just, This you is know, just gorgeous. Sometimes when you catch a version of a beer that's like over the top good, it hangs with you for a long time. Mm-hmm. Little hint of the barrel there, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But just a little. And you guys and, were talking about sugar. I mean, it's pretty dry to me. I mean, all of these beers are pretty, pretty They dry. finish dry, yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah but yeah. there's a nice little floral little, component yeah, that just yeah. lightens it just ever so slightly. And it's it's just gorgeous. Yep. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yep. So we rated the quet, quesh from Tilquin. From Tilquin? The plum. Yeah. The plum. Yeah, the plum. The plum. Yeah, we rated that a four. High <laughs> four. Okay, moving on. Okay. Let's go into the black current. Okay. Cassis. Yes. Cassis. Talking about the Cassis. This one is 6.3% ABV. It's a spontaneously fermented beer obtained from the fermentation of frozen black currants in young lambics blended with one, two, and three year lambics to reach a final concentration of 200 grams per liter of fruit. This is a different version from the experimental draft versions one and two, as no meat lambic was used to lower the ABV of the blend. This was served for the first time as a premiere at the, looks like the Belgian Beer Fest in 2019. I bet that's a crappy beer fest. Yeah. And sold at the blendery um, in September. So this is pretty cool. Yeah. It was able to come over here to the United States. Yeah. And we were able to find it. Beautiful where, color. They know what's going on in America. We haven't talked about the color. It of is gorgeous. It's hazy, sort of. Love this beer. And you know, the thing that I really captures my attention is that what it is not, and it is not overdone. Hmm. Um, this is uh, a, again such another great example of just how great they're doing at at blending and balancing. Uh, you know, the base beer is still there, but this is one of those fruits that can get away from you, you know, really quick. And sure. there's several of these, even some of us have been involved, you know, blending, mm-hmm. you know, those with the, with some other uh, breweries. And that's the really difficult part with Cassis is less is more because at the end of the day, you don't want to be saying, oh my God, this is Cassis with beer. This is beer with Cassis. For sure. And you're yeah. wanting it to yeah. stay in check like that. Yeah. A lot of head nodding going around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's delicious. Yeah. It, it's a little less tart than the previous versions we've had. Uh, ones we've had. I don't know if the fruit is doing that to it. Maybe giving a little sweetness, it balances out. It's got a little more funk to it. Yeah. Than the a little other more ones. funk. Yeah. So a little more. Maybe yeah. a little more bone in the base, mm. so to speak. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Wow. Yeah, I like that. Wow. Oh. It's I mean, hard to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got no... Uh, I'm uh, not going to... Yeah. Yeah. Drop the bass. Just trying yeah. to get the bone out. Get bone in the bass, buddy. You know? It's a family show. Sort of. It's a family Don't try show. it at home, kids. But I'm I do think, talking uh, about the brewery. I think, yeah, right. I think cause, uh, currants are one of the better fruits to use. Currants. That was this type of beer. For mm-hmm. sure. Well, yeah. You know, this is such a fundamental tasting component to wine, and I'm a wine guy that's trapped in all these other things that you know we try. And so, when I think of cassis, I'm thinking of usually the presentation of cassis within wines, mm-hmm. you know, itself, and not you know just the basic fruit. Um, and 
I think that's always what kind of throws me off when I'm having a fruit, you know, a fruited beer, you know, with cassis is I'm really looking for other components that the wine would bring to the table. You know, what does right. the, um, <clears throat> you know, the alcohol presentation, you know, and, and that's that the fruit itself is bringing along to it. Is it drying it out? Is it providing a balance of the bitterness that you would get from, you know, or is a, it offering sweetness yeah. or right? Or, yeah. Conversely. Yeah, yeah. We, we talk about it all the time. This is definitely a beer you give a wine lover who says, I don't like beer. Absolutely. I, they would be happy. All day long. Don't even tell them it's beer, you know? <laughs> yeah, really screw with them. Going, it's just fizzy. I don't know what this is. Can you tell me what yeah, it is? It's, yeah, it's fizzy wine. wine. I love to yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Screw it. With You Caperton's prankster uh, episode. Just guess what's in the that. glass. Yeah. A blue Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Never wow. know. Yep. Uh, that's just gorgeous. Great beer. Yep. Yeah, I like these dry finishes too, man. They finished it already. Keep you thirsty. Super dry. Yeah. My last sip was the best. Mm. Well, I'm a huge I know. fan. Of it, I know. My last sip was. Yeah. The best. And I think oh. it's yeah. Oh. And I think oh, yeah. it's easy to yeah. say that yeah. all of us are, sure. are really sure. loving this. Um, the Cassis, we are rating a five. Yeah. That funk, that sort of funkiness, amped it up a little. Gave it a little. Yeah. yeah, that was not more of the same. There was definitely yeah. something yeah. differentiating, yeah. you know, there with that uh, enough to kind of move mm-hmm. us all to the next. Well, step. I think that that's an example of how good they do as well, because, like you said, the base beer's there, so you can get the differences from the different fruits. Let's yeah. see if it continues yeah. with the next one. Dum dum dum. All right, we're going to talk about old Myrtle. 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 <laughs> I haven't had this one. Now this one is a big departure in color because yeah. it is a deep, deep. Mm-hmm. Deep purple. Okay. Yeah. Purple so, myrtle. The, mur- the myrtle sauvage is a 6.6% ABV. Yikes. This is fruit with beer. Yeah. So beer this is obtained from fermentation of frozen wild blueberries in young lambics, blended with one, two, and three year lambic to reach a final concentration of 200 grams of fruit per liter. This is different than their original, and they want to explain again that no Mirtz lambic was used to lower the ABV of the blend. And this was served for the first time at that beer fest in 2019 as well. Hmm. Huh. So uh, there's that. I think Myrtle might have turned on us a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of a, what, blackberry soda? Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like a really... Doc Brown's. Yeah. A little little sweeter than the rest of the ones we've had. Not much. Yeah. I like it, man. I think this got away from him. I I really think this is... uh, The fruit is just... Mm crushing the beer here and not in a good way no. there's a bitterness kind of in the middle of this you know that is not working there's, as well i'm getting a funky aftertaste that's not as pleasant as most yeah and, it's, and it, it kind of carries in the nose too <laughs> a little bit you're right though there is it's almost like a tonic yeah. uh like a um yeah yeah I mean, it's definitely not almost bad. like it's a not quinine, like yeah. almost just, like a quinine bitterness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 finish. Yeah, it just doesn't stand up to the, the ones we've had so far. Yeah, I feel like they could have uh, blended a little bit more mm. of the older lambics in it. Well, old Myrtle, we're going to rate her a three. Wow, get it together, Myrtle. Yeah, I think so. We will be back with more Tilkin Love in just a minute. Whew. Welcome back, mm. everyone. So for those of you just tuning in, we are doing a beer 
brewery takeover. <laughs> blend or two? What? Are you sure? A, a I know. I wanted to Are say sure? a blending takeover, yeah. but it's yeah. a blendery takeover. I already yeah. had that crisis. Yeah. I, I resolved it. Yeah. We're just going to call it a brewery. Okay. So, Tilkin <laughs> is all over the table here. It show sure is. And Not it is some glorious stuff. It is. It Mike is. will well, take care of that soon. Right. Don't worry. Right. Uh, so I had a uh, a topic worth discussing today, um, and it's actually about a, a future co-host of ours, very good friend mm-hmm. uh, of the show, um, and it was reach- about a social media posting that she uh, had thrown out. One of many, yes. Um, so uh, we'll, I'll, I'll we'll, uh, this is good old gal uh, Michelle. Uh, we're going to talk about today. You'll mm, get to hear from her. She'll love this. Yes. So she had posted this photo of her assembly of this nightstand, and uh, and she said she was so proud, except for the fact that she had a blister. Mm. And I'm looking at this nightstand, and I'm like, this thing you strapped together with an Allen wrench and four yeah. pegs. Hamlock. Cam- it's like, right? you know, not that difficult. I mean, I've put together stuff from... Uh, from Ikea that, you know, it's like three easy steps and Actually it's made it's for delicate hands. 40 pages long, you know, and you're, you're doing the whole thing, you know, with an Allen wrench going, mm-hmm. why did they have to do this all day long? And you're sitting there twirling the Allen wrench on your fingers, times. you know, yeah. and four hours yeah. later, yeah. you're going, wait, I got lost back over here. And, you know, part LL doesn't screw into BB here and that I got the thing upside down. So, <laughs> you know, just I was I was looking at this, you know, posting from Michelle, and she's like, "I got a blister," and I'm like, "From what? Yeah. what did you get it from an Allen wrench?" And, you know, because I'm like, well, "That's usually how you would put that stuff together." And she was like, "No, I got it from a screwdriver," and I'm like, "Should we pray for you?" I mean, yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. where do you go with so that? So let me tell you this, Mike. Um, it's best to mock good old gal Michelle from a distance like we're doing right now. <laughs> because her despite her delicate ginger skin. Oh, I've seen her. She wrath. can steal your soul. Yes. I'm like fully a slice aware of, this. of your soul <laughs> without even looking at you. Well, like she doesn't even have to look at you. So she should be, we uh should she we can start, be in the room and yeah. suction it right out of your so body. What should do we you start think praying she was for wanting now? from us? Like a pity party or she, like congrats, she, you managed to put something together. I I think the congrats. I think the congrats. So in her defense, I do know that good old gal mom was helping her, which means that Michelle was doing everything. Okay. <laughs> and mom was like sort of the foreman. And with that delicate ginger skin of hers. Yeah. Which she would love for us to be discussing. Yes. <laughs> you know, I see. That's it's, why they make power it's very, tools. It's very, okay. But yeah, also yeah. in... But how do you get gal the Michelle's defense. <laughs> yep. She is a girl. No. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going wow. there. Banned again. You're banned. <laughs> I'm glad you stepped banned on that once one. again. Not me. No. Yeah, well, somebody had to do it. In good old gal Michelle's defense. <laughs> yep. Her day job, she wears gloves a lot. And she mm, wear yeah. I mean, yeah. and she wears yeah. thicker gloves. Yeah. So when she's her sensitive skin. Her sensitive I hope she's wearing those gloves when she smacks the crap out of me. Actually, <laughs> well, <laughs> the best you can hope for is she'll take the glove it, I wouldn't off want her to get a blister. With the glove. <laughs> right. yeah. 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 yeah, I challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm happy for her. She does. She does. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's. She's a social gal. I just. Didn't know exactly how to react to that. You listeners like, are going to love her once we finally yes, wrote yes. her. So, but yeah. it was a funny moment, and I was just—I—I uh, I enjoyed 
I thought it was worthy of discussion. Yeah. Mike, like, Mike how likes, should you react? Mike likes to start little wars with people yep. on social media. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that'll drag her on the show. Now There's she'll a go, word for I that. must I come remember. back and respond to this. <laughs> Michelle, on come air. on to the show and defend there yourself. You yeah, there you go. Defend your honor. If nothing else. Set Michelle, I'll hold him down for you. You can take him out. All right. Just okay. bring Let's hope he's not commando <laughs> at the time. Her work schedule's <laughs> crazy. I'll wear a mask. It'll yeah. be okay. And blinders. What <laughs> beer? <laughs> okay. Moving on. Back to the beer. Yes. Um, Lambic. We, I, you know, it's, it, I get you, though. It's weird just calling this beer. It's it's more than beer. It's more than beer. It's more than beer. It's, yes. In the I've in almost the words, developed a blister drinking these. Oh, <laughs> On my tongue. <laughs> Wow. I just got that. I don't, I'm slow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Almost in the words of Brian Ferry, this is, this is more than the this. same yes. thing over and over again. Okay. So let's <laughs> talk about the Muir. Muir. Get that machine thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So this one is 6.4%. Again, spontaneously fermented beer obtained from the fermentation of fresh or frozen blackberries. Blackberries. Fresh or frozen, mind you. In young lambics <laughs> blended with one, two, and three-year lambics to reach a final concentration of 300 to 350 grams per liter of fruit. I want to quickly point out that that's, that's pro- that may be the super-fruited version you tasted is the young lambic that they infuse with because the concentration with the three aged beers mm-hmm. you, you understand what i'm saying they're yeah. making a super concentrated fruit beer yeah. to blend and this is what we get like gotcha. it's made yeah. from con- so what you had at the, made from at the Shelton fest may have been that that super yeah fruity. i don't know what the base was do you i don't remember them? yeah i don't remember them saying anything it says young beers. lambic is what they're describing this beer oh, you know okay. what they use for the for the blending of all well, of this these, is definitely all blackberry. of these beers yeah yeah and it's tart beautifully tart oh man good god but it's good you know having it right after <laughs> really the uh, yeah. the myrtle it's a nice kind of pullback. Yeah, Total change in perspective. This, this puts the myrtle in. This, in puts, the, place. this puts the beer back in the beer. <laughs> it is. It's yeah, a, it's a goose is, with fruit. Oh, yeah. boy. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of other, you know, blackberry beers that we have, uh, again, especially in a, in a oh, sour beer, damn. it's like what's going to be fighting with what? Yeah. You know, because uh, the blackberry has such a... A distinctive, you know, tart, you know, uh, and complex uh, terroir about it almost. Yeah. That um, when you move it into a beer that it has uh, some undertone of being sour or tart, it almost rails against the beer, you know, sometimes. And not not this time, though. Yeah. This is a great compliment. It's like you're, you, it can be like you're almost stacking tartness. Uh, I would say that uh, probably the thing I'm most impressed probably is which blackberries they source for this beer was probably the the big thing because i can think of blackberries from the south uh in the u.s there is no way that they would use those blackberries with this beer Mm -hmm. it would just obliterate the beer and i think that's really probably the better part was actually within the choice they made for which blackberries they were sourcing for this beer great beer it really is um it's gorgeous. The funkiness is there a little bit, sure. like a little, little hate, a little damp hay mm-hmm. or something like that. So it doesn't really, it doesn't 
distract you at all. This is just no. A the barnyard smooth, is subtle, silky, yeah, almost barnyard. oily. The way it sort of coats your tongue. Barnyard. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice. Yeah, it's and blackberries they can oh, be hit or wow. miss, you know. But this one is so delicate. I, I I can't get over the delicateness of this because I always shy away from blackberries. You know, like I'd rather have a raspberry oh, than a blackberry. Yeah, I grew up here. Well, we we have in the south. We have a lot of oh, this Northern is one of the first times I actually tried this beer. I don't think I've had it before. And I don't so, remember it, but yeah, I don't remember tasty. it being this amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I think my first reaction was, "Oh, blackberries! Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like really this. Good. This is just going to, you know, be overwhelming. It's and, almost too know. close to a raspberry for Mike. You know? I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, this is. Mm-hmm. And it lingers. Yep. Well, yeah. I like it's how a good they linger. Uh, they hedge their bets by yeah. saying it could be frozen yeah. or fresh. I need more of the more. Yeah. More uh, mirror. More mirror. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like. Oh, she lost herself. Yeah. No, we I'm were going to rate it there for a second. I, no, no, no. I'm swishing around. Like it's still there, and I'm really just enjoying. Yeah. It has a wonderful aftertaste. You're mirror, yeah. You just mirror mouthwash. Get that berry flavor. Yeah, but clean. No pretzel with this one. No, oh gosh, no pretzel with this one. God, this is. I would serve this one like, uh, like maybe after dinner. You know, like a little, little dessert kind of freshen things up. And I'd serve this whenever I have an empty glass. (laughs) With like a, uh, yeah, actually, if I was thinking of a great pairing, it would go well with just a flat out uh, cheesecake Mm. or a scoop of yeah, something that you know, yeah, very cheese forward. You know. even a uh, like even a, nice, a cheese fondue like a uh, would cheese work too. really well. Lambic milkshake, yeah, mm, some good mascarpone. <laughs> yes, American yes. yes. really well with it. Yeah, yeah, the acidity and dryness with the, yeah. the fattiness and the creaminess of the cheese would just yeah cut each other so well. Glass of this mm. and some okay, mac and cheese. Okay, episode over. I know yeah, what I need. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this one Let's we put rated. a number of it. Yes, yeah. the mirror mirror something like more more. Is a five. Glass of mirror and a grilled cheese sandwich. So, a quick fun fact: play the moist. Moist. Did you know that the sound of the word saying moist is the most offensive word in the English language? Apparently, yes. Really? Moist. Look it up. I can't believe this is a fun fact that will get you ejected to the corner in any party that you attend. Yeah. Not safe for work. <laughs> you Moist know they, is not You know what safe they say is the most comforting uh, phrase in the American language? Uh, what? Love. Cellar door. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's, that's what I've heard. I mean, fight me. Cellar door <laughs> and then moist. Okay. Got both ends there. Hmm. So if you get Cape moist, and I just will, think about the cellar door. What we'll if your uh, cellar door was kind of moist? Think then, about that. that. That would be, I, it would probably rip your brain. In next, <laughs> next room that Caperton and I are working, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll flip a coin and see who uses what words and what, what part of the party we get ejected from. If you yep. can work <laughs> moist and cellar door into oh, the same gosh. sentence in a conversation... You could see people go way up. You could lose and then, them and yeah. bring them back in. Yeah. Okay. Is that a balanced conversation? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Okay. Moist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's thank you. Moist. <laughs> it's an educational beer show. Moist. We're so educational. Well, beer is moist. 
<laughs> Bring on the wine. That's why we have, have good to, old boy days. You, you might have to open your observation. You might have to open your cellar day. door to get to your beer, mm-hmm. which is moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to drink no. the next beer. Just what they okay, say. Can we? Yeah, Kendall's we're moving on. Yeah, let's move on. So let's talk about the Pinot Gris. The Pinot Gris. Yeah. So this is 8.4% ABB. Wow. Yes, ladies. A lot of sugar gents. in them grapes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is made from the fermentation of 280 grams per liter of Pinot Gris grapes into the Lambic. Unfiltered, unpasteurized, unadulterated. This beer is re-fermented in the Z bottle. Mike, you're the wine boy. Tell us about them Pinot Gris grapes. So Pinot Gris is... Uh, it's a uh, white wine. Um, it is uh, generally an early harvest uh, wine as well, so it doesn't have, you know, maybe as much sugar. And uh, it also grows in, in great volume. Uh, use uh, Pinot Gris is used as a blending grape, you know, quite a bit. Uh, there are some varietals uh, of Pinot Gris that are actually, you know, sold as a varietal uh, without being blended with anything, but. Um, not uh, terribly popular uh, in using it with either blending it with beer or even as a finishing barrel. Um, so this is really kind of unusual uh, mm. that we would have, you know, this particular grape that's being utilized with. I suspect that this <laughs> this beer came about um, through this process. This is a vineyard that is owned by a family member that works for Tilquin, is what it is. And they went, hey, man, can you use some of my grapes in your beer? <laughs> I've got like... That's how this went thousand down. thousand pounds of another grapes lawsuit that I going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost betting that's how it went. Or, you know, it was the, you know brother of the ugly chick that they slept with last wow, month that says dang. you know <laughs> something like that you know because i'm sorry this does not work together this doesn't do the beer uh. any favors i don't think it does the grape any favors mm-hmm. these are two things in my mind just do not belong together in the I, scene. I, I you guys are I like crazy. It, I like this beer. Yeah. I like it. I, I do not bad, agree. I do not agree. It's not. It's not the cassis, and it's not the mirror. But it's, it's not, grapey. But it's definitely not myrtle either. <laughs> no, um, but it's. I, I do like this beer, and I don't. But I'm not a wine drinker, so maybe that's. I know of a few beers that are made with the Pinot Gris. Right. Here's yeah. the thing. There's, yeah. uh, after uh, tasting this, Trillium has some beers that are yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. amazing. It, it can work, but after tasting this, I would not yeah. go seeking a bottle. No. I probably wouldn't want to buy it again. I would buy another one of the old Tilkins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It's, Trillium is not made with Pinot Gris. That's a Chardonnay. Or they a have, Chenin they Blanc. Have, they have two, actually, yeah. that I know of. Oh, well, we got to hustle yeah. up here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We All do right. have to hustle. All right. What are we rating this, dog? I say that we rated a three. Okay. Don't let that scare you away. And then moving on to the Pinot Noir, 8.2% ABV, uh, 260 grams per liter of Pinot Noir. Again, unfiltered, unpasteurized, unadulterated. The Pinot grapes are organic grapes from Berger in Steinseltz. Originally, this beer was made for the 10th anniversary of the Motor Lambic. So there's mm. that. Yeah. And then the Pinot Noir grapes came from the Valentine mm. Zusslin estate. I like it. Kind of so, stone fruit. Uh, 
I can yeah. It's it's better than the Pinot Gris. But I knew you guys were gonna say that. I, I thought it was worse. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel it's the still same. Good. I, I, still good. I feel the same about it. Okay. Whatever you guys say. <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling right. with the homies here. Uh, All right, we're gonna go with a four for okay. the Pinot okay. Noir. Great beer. Sure. That is gonna wrap it up for today. God, what a great, great flight. Great flight. Yeah. Super fun. Okay, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. Feeling moist. You're if you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor Just and tap, tap it in. The, Give it a little tappy. Tap 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 a roo. Pepperoni. Tap that subscription button. Tap that. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. Yes, we love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. I was not the ugly sister. (laughs) (laughs) Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day, at sipsudsmokes, and our Facebook boot. Facebook age <laughs> is always buzzing <laughs> with lots of news. Mike's working on his reading too. You'll you'll be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms as well. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Yeah. Go to Blake Kendall. Please tell us about your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Go to boy Dave. Hey, follow me on Instagram at good old boy Dave. Good old boy Kendall. It was a true, truly a pleasure to be here. Good old boy Caperton. As they say at uh, Guzzeri Tilquin, adieu. <laughs> good old boy Mike. All oh, the toucan beer was good. Y'all come back and see us and keep on sipping. Band once again. <laughs> of course. But of course. But of course. This is good old gal Juliana. Don't be afraid to try any beer for that matter. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time. One Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>